father and hubby are you going to hell pardon me excuse me fathers father hubby are you going to hell You might recall a few weeks ago I preached a similar title to mothers on Mother's Day. Mommy, wifey, are you going to hell? Oh, I know that's not, you don't, you don't hear titles like that in our sweet evangelical Christian churches. Oh, no, no, no. You don't challenge mommy. You don't challenge wifey, man. You know she's saved already. Not necessarily so. She may be religious and lost. And you, father, husband, you may be religious and lost. Even if you're a preacher, a pastor, a bishop, an evangelist, a prophet, whatever you want your title to be. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, Examine yourselves, whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobates. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the thousands of men who are husbands and fathers, fathers and husbands, but who are lost and on their way to a devil's hell. They're religious. They sit on trustee boards in the church, deacon boards in the church. Some are associate pastors. Some are lead pastors. Some contribute a whole lot of money to the church and think they have some kind of power over the pastor in the church. And so, Holy Father God, we pray for everybody, all men and all husbands and fathers, to examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. One of the most frightening passages of Holy Scripture in the Bible is found in Matthew chapter 7. Verses 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Dr. Askold of the Southern Baptist Convention said these words, Most Southern Baptist people believe they are Christians, but they are not. 
I have said that about the whole evangelical Christian movement. I never thought I would say that. That includes independent Baptists, Southern Baptists, National Baptists, Methodists, Episcopalians, uh, Presbyterians, many people in the church today because, uh, to use the words of Dr. Tony Evans, because of the pulpit, for the, because of the failure in the pulpit, are lost and on their way to a devil's hell. That is the only way you can account for all of the demonic foolishness that has gone on in the church over <clears throat> the past 20, 30, 40 years, <clears throat> 50 years. That's the only way that you can account for the severe chastisement that is upon the church today from the Lord Jesus Christ. People are lost and on their way to a devil's hell from the church pew. Don't tell me it's not true. I know it's true because I was religious. Nobody was more religious than I was, but I was, and nobody was more lost than I was. Do you hear me? My dear mother had me in church from the time I was born. Don't tell me I was there. And on Sundays, black folk went to church all day, especially if you had a singer in the family like my dad, who was one of those charismatic uh, uh, great singers. We went church for Sunday school, church for church service, and when the preacher did the same song preaching, yeah. All that. Okay? I remember all of that. Didn't say a thing. People didn't understand a thing. Never heard the gospel. I didn't know I was going to hell. Sung in the choir. Got baptized at the age of 12. I believe they Christian me as well. I think I remember some kind of preacher sprinkling me when I was a little boy. I don't know. I, I, I spoke in tongues. I shouted backwards outside of the church because I, I just started off backsliding. I wanted to get that woman out of my ear time I say, Jesus, say, Jesus, say, Jesus. I feel guilty whenever I repeat that because God told us not to do that. I was lost and on my way to a devil's hell. Now deep down in my soul, I knew I didn't have it. Whatever it was, I didn't have it. People assumed I had it because my dad was a preacher, a popular preacher. He was one of the first black men on television. With a gospel show. But I was lost and on my way to hell, and, for, and, and God let me know. He, he, he gave me a prayer to pray. I can't explain it to you. The prayer was, God showed me the light. Now, where did that come from? That does not come from me. I, I was not thinking about the light. 
But I knew I was not saved. I knew these people didn't have it either. I don't know. I guess God called me as a prophet from the beginning. From the, my mother's womb, I guess. I guess that's what's ha- happened. Because I knew, my, I knew, I loved my family. But before my dad got saved through the preaching of Vinogram, which was a while, he was already in the church. Doing church stuff like singing. But I know that he was listening to Billy Graham and he got saved and he changed. Nobody else changed like that. Because he understood the gospel. But I knew I didn't have it. And I, I, I could not understand for the life of me why a black man would come home and get a cheap no-name soda and some Lonnie Dawn cookies. They had a name on them. Lonnie Dawn, they, they, he, he, that was his favorite. He didn't buy no cheap shortbread cookies. He had those Lonnie Dawn cookies beside him and he'll sit down all week and listen to Billy Graham. And I could, for the life of me, I could not understand why my dad would listen to the most boring man I had ever heard in my life. He was getting something. He tried to get us in there. We ran away from the Billy Graham television set. Yes, sir. We. I was religious, but lost. I would have been shocked to this day if I had died one day before December the 19th, 1979 and went to hell. I would be wondering, why am I here? Lord, didn't you see me in church all of these years? Suffering? Fooling around with the people at the church, missing the Dallas Cowboys, whip up on the Washington Redskins. I mean, they, 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 no, Lord, I shouldn't be here. After hearing a sermon on the torments of hell, a little boy asked his father, Daddy, are you going to hell? The shocked father said, no, son. Why would you ask me something like that? I, I'm sure I'm not. Why did you ask me that? Well, because mother calls you a hellion. A hell dog. And because you never, you have never told me I love you. Like Darren's father tells him all the time. Dad's father even, he saw me crying over there and he even picked me up and said, I love you too, son. And he's not my daddy, you're my daddy. Also, you never hug me. Also, you never play football with me. You never toss the baseball with me. Also, you never make sure your children are taken care of because you're always doing something wrong. And you don't love Mommy, father, daddy, husband, are you going to hell? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Warren Worsby said in one of the churches he pastored, he said we had a teenager who was the center of every problem in the youth department. He was a gifted musician and a member of the church, but nevertheless he was always a problem. One summer when he went off to our church 
youth camp, the youth leaders and church officers and I agreed together to pray for him daily. We even fasted for him, for this kind. At one of the meetings, he got up and announced that he had been saved just that week. His Christian profession up to that point had been counterfeit. And this is what I believe to be the case in most churches today, most evangelical, orthodox, claiming to be Bible-believing churches, Christian churches today. I believe this is the case. Just based upon the behavior of the so-called Christians, they are always a problem. And what have pastors done? They have backed up, compromised. Dr. Tony Evans will tell you the same thing. And he's a very loving man, very meek and humble man. He'll tell you this. He has said this thousands of times. The pulpit backs up further and further. Now the pulpit is back in the baptistry, in the water, because there's nobody to baptize anyway. Preachers keep backing up to accommodate the wickedness and the evil of the people in the church who are not saved, creating all kinds of memories, I mean ministries, rather, to accommodate the wickedness in the church. Example, divorce care. No church should have divorce care. We're just tolerating sin. And now we got pastors who are accommodating homosexuality, homosexual couples in the church. Back in the pulpit, they're afraid to say anything because the homosexuals, for some reason, they have a whole lot of money. Well, where did they get it from? They get it from Soros. That's where they get it from. <clears throat> There are people who get paid to be a homosexual. There are people who get paid to protest and to raise hell in society. This is all a concerted effort. You're being slow cooked like the proverbial frog people. Open your eyes. Get saved so that you can see what's going on. This young man experienced a dramatic change in his life and today he is serving the Lord faithfully and consistently and he is no longer a problem in the church. No doubt many of the problems in the church at Corinth were caused by people who professed to be saved but who had never repented of their sins and trusted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Our churches are filled with such people today. Pardon me. Fathers who don't even know what it means to be a father. You spend more time with your side piece than with your children. And you will regret that. You spend more time with Sylvia than with your wife. You don't know it, but you will regret it. You leave one girlfriend and then after a while, looking in between one girlfriend and the other, you're looking at pornography. Talking about you are addicted. Calling uh, Bill Daly and 
focus on the family and calling promise keepers uh, to ask them to have another symposium on homosexual uh, on uh, watching pornography because I am addicted no sir father you're not addicted if you if you're saved if you are addicted you're lost because you cannot be addicted to anything if you are born again and saved and you have Jesus living on the inside of you I cannot explain the details to you but if you have Jesus living on the inside of you somebody's gonna be telling you you know you're not supposed to be looking at that uh, half naked woman having sex with somebody and no matter how beautiful she is you'll never have sex with her yourself so you're wasting your life and your time and that will be constant if you're born again and you're going to stop that because it becomes painful see Paul called such people reprobate which means counterfeit discredited phonies fakes are you like that in the church sir you look like a holy man you look like a godly man, you know how to shake hands, you know how to throw that shoulder in there for that man, man hug. Huh? You know the lingo. But you're lost and on your way to hell, you can't wait to get home to look at pornography. You can't wait to go see Sylvia for some Sunday afternoon sex. No sir, you're not addicted, you're lost. And you're on your way to a devil's hell. Paul used this word again in 2 Corinthians 13, 6 and 7 emphasizing the fact that it is important for a person to know for sure that he is saved and going to heaven. And so, dear friends, at this point I'm going to cut this sermon off for this is my third sermon in two hours. And so let me just let me just say a few things real quick, okay? Uh, it has been rightly said that one of the greatest gifts a father can give to his children is to love their mother. Do you find doing these simple things always hard? frustrating and exhausting and I'm going to leave it right there that's what you call a good place to uh, have a cliffhanger but before I leave you once again if you were to die today where would you go heaven or hell in the book of Acts the Bible says believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from the power of sin. Saved from the punishment of sin in that awful place called hell. It is so simple, the book of Acts puts it this way. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Dear friend, if you want to be saved today, you may be religious and lost. You may be a trustee at the 
uh, on the trustee board at the church when in reality the board needs to be put on you. You may be a deacon on the deacon board when in reality you cause so much hell in the church for the pastor, scaring the daylights out of him. He's fearful that he won't get his check because of you. And you raise more hell than a little bit because you're lost and on your way to hell. You need the deacon board put on you. Always keeping up a ruckus. Never show up until there's a day to vote on 4th Sunday. You're going to be there for that vote. But you don't come the other Sunday nights. You don't come the other Wednesday nights. Because you think you're so good and so great and so wonderful. When in reality, you're at Sylvia's house. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. You devil. I know your pastor didn't say that. He won't say that to you. Uh, because he's nice and sweet and gentle with you and he's afraid you're going to pull your $2,000 a month offering out. Well, I'm not afraid of that. Uh, You're lost and on your way to hell. You're a phony. You're a counterfeit Christian and you know it. You know it deep down. But you like putting on the dog like that every Sunday, getting around the people seeing who you can entangle in your little web uh, at the church house. I know you don't like it, but it's true. And you're under conviction right now. And you know you need to get saved, but you love darkness more than you love light. You love creeping more than walking in the light. But God has your number. Always remember that. So go ahead on and do the right thing. And believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. If you want to do that right now tonight, dear friend, let's do it right now. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Pray and ask him, call on his name to save you, and he will. I will be more than happy to lead you in the Lord's uh, salvation prayer, in the sinner's prayer, right now. Repeat after me, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, who paid your sin debt. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have committed adultery. I have lied. I have stolen things. I have lusted after people and things that don't belong to me. I have dishonored my father and my mother and disobeyed them. I've dishonored you by taking your holy name in vain. Holy Father God, for Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins.
as I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul today. I understand that this is not about being a member of a church. I understand that this is not about getting baptized or giving money to the church, but simple faith in you, Lord Jesus Christ. And in the fact that you suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power, Holy Father God. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and to turn from my wicked lifestyle and to become a true Christian and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins and turn from my wicked ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your name I do pray, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, Please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, Please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian and the disciple of Christ that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer. Thank you for spending uh, maybe my last Father's Day with my children at home with me. I thank God for my children who have wished me Happy Father's Day. 
who are here and uh, in other places. And uh, I thank God for allowing me the privilege and the joy and the blessing to be a father and to finish my course in raising my children and to see them all get to the age of accountability and what America calls uh, being grown up, becoming adults. Uh, I still believe as a father that 18 and 19 and 20 is still too young, but according to the American way, American system, all of my children are grown and are uh, able to make their own choices. Uh, if my baby son uh, stays with me a while, which uh, I believe he is, and my baby daughter, uh, I will stay here with them. Uh, but once they leave, by the grace of God, uh, Dr. Tony Evans and others helped me to get out of this country before they put me in jail for preaching like I preach. And there's no job that I can get uh, here in America because I am not going to call a man by a woman's name. I'm not going to be under a woman who dresses like a man. And I'm not going to be dealing with people telling me what their pronouns are. Not Danny B. No, sir. I can't do that. Okay, so I might as well go someplace else where it is inscribed. Uh, it's in the law that this is a crime. A place where people have sense. For we have lost our righteous minds in this country. And so... Uh, this is something God put in my heart months ago. I love my children. It's their choice if they want to go with me. Some may want to go with me. Some may not. And, uh, but I, I need to leave here if my children decide to leave here uh, soon. Whenever they do leave, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave this country. So I need all of the help I can. I call upon Jeremiah. Dr. Tony Evans, Dr. T.D. Jakes, the president of, of a certain country, anybody who can help me fly out of here to safety, like lot, I would appreciate it. Those of you who are listening tonight, if each one of you would give $10 right now by uh, the available apps, I would have enough money to live on for a year in the country that I'm going to. Okay? So if you can help me, help me. Uh, my children are all grown. They can make up their own minds. Uh, that is the American way, and I love them, and I believe that all of them will come over soon where I'm going. I have no doubt about that. And my daughter Danny has the power and has the money to help everybody get there. So uh, I'm not leaving them behind. I'm letting them make their own choice. But as for me and my house, 
uh, we got to get a hat. We got to get our hat and get our grip and get up out of here. Uh, so your help would be greatly appreciated. I will continue to preach from there uh, without the threat of being put in jail. I mean, they're doing all kinds of things to me. You don't, many of you don't know this. They're trying to take me off YouTube, Twitter. They've already taken me off of Twitter. Thank God for Zuckerberg. They may be next, but they have been hanging with me. They've been riding with me. And I thank the Lord for that. And then we have our own system now. And it may be just that for a while. Because we're living in crazy times. Uh, and if you read BCNN1, you know that. So God bless you, dear friends. Thank you for hanging with me on what might be my last Father's Day with my children in the house. I give God the glory, praise, and honor for the privilege to raise them all. And uh, they have read the Bible through with me many times, prayed hundreds of hours together, served God together for hundreds of hours. They were with me, all of them, for the most part of me, preaching every day for nearly seven years, the gospel and the word of God. I saw some things the other day I hadn't seen in a while that we did. So uh, that's the greatest thing our family has ever done, serve God together. Uh, go and do thou likewise with your young children. Let them help in the ministry. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Lord willing, we'll see you next time, which should be tomorrow if the Lord tarries is coming and we live. I should be able to finish that sermon. Father, Daddy, Hubby, are you going to hell? Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this magnificent day. Thank you, Lord, for the food that we've already enjoyed. And Lord, thank you for the food that is already ready. Thank you for the food that and the cake that's already ready to go. We pray that you would bless it for the nourishment of our body, bless our afterglow, our last, possibly our last Father's Day afterglow with children in the house. Thank you, Lord, for all of those who have stood with us down through the years. Now, Lord, I pray that you would help us all to pray without ceasing, be sober-minded, vigilant, and watchful, and at the same time, enjoy the afterglow. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen.